This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning. Welcome to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton. I'm back in the studio this morning. Uh, kind of a misty morning out there. Be prepared and certainly a cooler one. So uh, get your day going. And uh, if you can, spend a little time with us because today we are uh, again going to talk about Fairhope, which is uh, Fairhope Children's Ministry, which is one of the great organizations in our community. We've talked recently about their coat drive, but they've got a whole lot more going on. And we're going to talk about that today with Carol Volpert, who is what's your actual title do you, you're on the board i assume so i i think i am the president okay <laughs> <laughs> well i think therefore i am <laughs> and also with us uh this morning is deb krilsedge right did i get it That's thank right. you okay and uh and deb is here Primarily to talk about Halloween Hoopla, which is an event that's coming up this weekend, so we're going to talk to her about that. But before we start, as always, I want to have you explain, Carol, just exactly what Fairhope is, because, again, one of those organizations that uh, sometimes flies under the radar, but getting more getting more attention now uh, with the coat drive going on and your new building. So tell us exactly what your mission is, and then I want to talk about the move into that building. Our mission is to give assistance to children of Danville and the surrounding communities. We want to reach out and help others feel the love of Jesus by the way that we share uh, items with them. And we hope to touch the world one child at a time. We are a cooperative ministry of seven United Methodist churches, Batestown, Bowman Avenue, Catlin, Danville First, Farmer's Chapel, St. James, and Union Corner. And we provide clothing for children from newborn through high school, layettes for newborns, school supplies and backpacks, pack and plays for a safe place for children to sleep, and car seats. Yeah, and it's it's an important um, part. It meets a huge need that we have. And you had some numbers about uh, how many folks you're seeing on average. Tell me about that. Yes. Um, In 2019, we served 500 families and more than 1,000 children. In 2020, the um, COVID outbreak uh, caused us to have uh, uh, struggles with uh, the number of children that we served. And in 2020, we served about 250 children. But in the past uh, four months of 2021, our numbers have been increasing, and so we've uh, helped a number uh, 268 total wow. children right. in four months. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's amazing. We're very blessed to be able to do that. Well, almost every well, certainly every social service agency in the county was affected by by COVID and all that we went through. So everybody is still in the recovery phase, but it sounds like. Fairhope is doing an excellent job. One thing I want to talk about before we get into the meat of the matter today, because uh, we haven't really checked with you on that. We talked briefly last week when we were talking about the co-drive about how much more room you have in your new building on Voorhees, but, and you've been in there maybe about a year. Yes. Somewhere around a year. 
But when you took that building, it was the old George's Buffet, I think, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was yeah, the it old was. George's Buffet. And it had sat there empty for a really long time. So when you all took it, you were all excited about how big it was and how much room you had. But you had a lot of work to do, including a roof, which is not cheap. So talk to me about that, how you went about getting all that work done and so you could get your inventory in there and it would be safe. May I refer to Deb? You because certainly she can. <laughs> is on the uh, committee that did a lot of the renovation. Okay. Deb, go well, for it. A lot of the renovation, um, it was all, most of it was volunteer. And uh, we did have some contractors come in, but we had to tear down walls and we had to put in drop ceilings. We had to do a lot of painting, a lot of patchwork. Um, we had to do a lot of scrubbing the floors several times because they were really dirty having sat for so oh, long. Sure. There was a lot of merchandise in there um, that was left. So we had to try to find homes for that, including, I think it was three pool tables, which wasn't <laughs> easy to find a place for that. And we did end up having a little garage sale and we gave away a lot of glassware and there was a lot of painting involved. Um, and then, of course, we had to do all the, the heating and the duct work and all that and the air conditioning. We had to have it rewired, uh, electricity, and new lights in it. So, it And was, I assume y'all are not rolling in money, so I imagine that was a community project. It was a community project with a lot of grants as well Absolutely. and a lot of donations. Absolutely, and especially that roof. Oh, yeah. Because that's, uh, that's always expensive. Mm-hmm. So sure. congratulations on getting that done. Uh, if you had never seen the original Fair Hope over on Bowman Street, um, which was unbelievably crammed full of stuff. It was so full that it was hard to believe people could even find things when they came in, even with you all helping. I mean, it was that. That's right. It was that crammed. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's got to be a treat now to have everything laid out with room and being able to do seasonal stuff more easily and, and, and people can access. We can actually find things now. When people <laughs> come in and ask for a certain size or a certain item, we know right where to go. Yeah, absolutely, and that's, and that's pretty, pretty wonderful. Um, so uh, before we go into the Halloween hoopla, let's get an update on the coat drive. How is that going? It's going real well. Uh, we've collected approximately, or Elks have, 60 coats last week and about 60 this week so far. Excellent. Mm -hmm. And people will find those donation bins at all the participating churches, correct? The Methodist churches in the area, is that correct or what? Many of the United Methodist churches as well as other churches and other locations um, throughout the community. Or they can bring it to Fairhope. Sure, we and, would be happy yeah, to take yeah. them. And really what you want is uh, gently used, uh, clean if possible, although when the guys were here, from the Elks, they were saying that uh, the cleaners locally are, are willing to clean coats. So even if it's got some spots or something like that, it's still wearable. It can still keep a child warm or a, a teen warm this winter. So donate it, and you guys will take care of it, correct? Yes, and if we can't use the coats, uh, we will find another place that can use them. Yeah, nothing's going to go to waste. That's, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's one thing you can say for sure about uh, about Fairhope. Um so I really don't want to get into talking about the event because we're about ready to go to break. But but I do want to uh, once again emphasize the fact that the coat drive goes this entire month, correct? Yes. Okay. And and the other thing I wanted to mention because you surprised me, uh, Carol is kind of in charge of uh, purchases, <laughs> so she goes out and 
does she's got the shopping job which is not a bad job to have but you were saying you're also trying to um do more with underwear and socks yes and particularly for older kids tell me about that yes our board decided that <clears throat> we need to to increase the sizes that we share with um families and so we now are purchasing adult size underwear and adult size socks that we can share on request with families. Okay, because I know the, the the gentlemen when they were here last week from uh, from Elks and then Lou from from Fairhope, they were talking about how especially with coats too, we've always focused on on young kids with coats, but actually now you need to start thinking about larger sizes because some of our kids are bigger, and so they they need mm-hmm. larger sizes. So keep that in mind. Just because something is not a child's coat doesn't mean they're not interested. They probably are, so keep that in mind. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to talk about a big event that's coming up this Saturday for Fairhope, and we'll do that in just a moment on Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton in the studio this morning with Carol Volpert, who heads up uh, the Fairhope Children's Ministry out on Voorhees Street now in a beautiful new new building that have, where they have room for all those clothes and all those necessities for, for kids and, and uh, work very hard at that. Uh, also here is Deb Krilsedge, who is uh, uh, on the board and is here to essentially talk about a big event that comes up this weekend, and it's called Halloween Hoopla. Is that correct? That's correct. All right, tell me about it. Tell me about it. Yes, this this is our first time to ever do anything like this. It's the Halloween Hoopla. It's going to be this Saturday uh, from 12 to 2, and what we thought we would do is open up our facility, the outside parking lot, and parts of the inside to um, the community, we're new in the community, and we have a feeling people drive by and say, I wonder what's in that building. So we thought this would be a great opportunity sure. to serve the community, to have people come in and learn about us, and then also let the kids have some fun. So what we're going to do is we're going to have games for the kids to play, and we were going to give out free hot dogs, potato chips, and water. We're also going to have some free clothing, some free clothing, uh, in certain sizes, and then also we're going to have a paint the pumpkin. Um, we had some pumpkins donated, so they're going to be coloring those with markers. And this is all part of there's there's other things going on. This is going to be a busy Saturday. Uh, fall is a busy time. I, I there there just isn't any free time anywhere when when you're talking about fall. So so Carol downtown Dandel's doing an event too, right? So. Uh, or Deb, whichever one wants to respond. There's there's other activities going on, so you can really have a full day. Right. Uh, when we decided to have our event on October 16th, we weren't aware until after the fact that Kruger was having their second annual trunk retreat uh, downtown Danville, where a lot of the, oh, I guess stores and facilities are opening up their place for uh, treats for the kids. 
and it's all within walking distance. And we were able to join their list and get on their map. We are on the outlying areas. There's some places that are on the outlying areas. So when you go to Danville for the trunk or treat from 11 to 1, we're hoping that you'll head out to Fairhope where our hours are 12 to 2 and come and have a hot dog and see our facility. That's right. You can have a hot dog on top of all that candy. That's right. <laughs> and that makes the world go round. So it sounds <laughs> perfect. Yes. Um, so, so an event like this, this isn't really a fundraiser. It's more kind no. of a chance to let people come see. Uh, and, I, and I don't think people truly realize uh, what an impressive operation you have uh, in the new facility there on Voorhees. It's, it's big enough to really as you said, have everything laid out so you can find the sizes for the kids that you need where you can store your play packs and car seats and all those things. There's actually room in there. So it'll be a great chance to actually see what this new facility is like. Right. We like to, we want to serve the community, and we like that, and we also want to have more of a outreach and more to reach out into the community and have extensions. Uh, we've been to Fair Oaks and... Um, we're hoping to find other avenues to co- go out into the community, and this is one that we thought, well, the community could come and see us as well. So let's talk, either one of you, whichever wants to, wants to do it, let's talk a little bit about how this works because a lot of people still don't understand. This isn't, a, Fairhope isn't a place you just pull up and park and go in and grab some clothes and go home. There's much more involved in it and in how it all operates, so... Who wants to take that on? I'd be happy to do that. Okay. If if there is a need in a family, um, that family needs to contact a social worker or a caseworker or pastor, someone that can call and refer that family to us. And we have that a, a, a client scheduler uh, who makes all the appointments. We work with uh, families in 30-minute appointments. So if you have a need, you just need to contact a caseworker or school social worker, social worker, church, um, anyone uh, who can refer to us. What's it like when a, when a family comes in and, and they're struggling, whether it's because they you know, lost a job during COVID or um, are just struggling in general, uh, as is so often the case? What's it like for that family when they come in and they they walk in the door and see all that inventory there and the chance that their kids are going to have some clothes that they can wear to school? Well, um, what does that some mean? of the clients that have come in were at our old facility, so when they come into sure. our new one now, they're they're really shocked at what they see, and it's more like a a little boutique for them to come into. And uh, everything is so well organized. And when they start looking through the clothes, we have some people that donate new clothes, and that's really nice. They get the new socks, the new underwear. And uh, we always have somebody there that's willing to go around with them and help them find what they need. And it's, it's very special for them. They uh, are very excited to get these clothes. But a lot of them will say, well, I don't want to take more than what is really, well, really what I can have. I don't want to deprive somebody else yeah that's that's an important point and and certainly something that we can be proud of uh carol you mentioned yes i just wanted to mention that we do have uh, haircuts also 
so that if a family has a child or children that need haircuts, uh, they just need to mention that to their social worker, and then we can get them scheduled with an appointment. And we also have a really nice play area that was created so children can play while their uh, parents or grandparents shop. Yeah, that's really cool. Carol, you mentioned earlier, though, when you first got here, one of the new things you're doing is um, boxes, sort of like the little library concept that we've oh. uh, we've had around the community where people leave books and you can go get a book and leave a book, whatever. You're kind of doing a little bit of that, too, at Fair Hope. Tell me about we that. We are. We have uh, something that we call our blessing box, and it's on the outside of the building on the south side where it's open 24 hours a day. It's not locked. It has used clothing in it. So if somebody at the last minute says, oh, I really need something, I'm out of clothes, I'm out of something to wear to school, they could come and check our blessing box and see if there's something there they could use. Now, this was considered uh, a trial basis, so our box is kind of deteriorating now. It's not meant to be out in the weather. So we're looking at a grant to possibly get something new out there because it does seem like it's going over well. Which will be a little bit sturdier. and Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right. Um. So anybody can you people can use that any time. They any don't time. have to have an appointment for they that. They do not, right. Okay. But the rest of the time, uh, they do need to. And we're going to talk a little bit more about how people access Fair Hope and how that all works. And we'll do that in just a moment on Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton in the studio this morning with Carol Volpert from Fairhope Children's Ministry. We've talked about that a couple of times this month because they've got the coat drive underway working with the Elks, Danville Elks. Uh, so many things that they do to help uh, provide clothing and necessities for our kids uh, in need. Uh, and also here is Deb Krilsedge. I can't believe I actually made it. <laughs> I was worried about that name. Um, and uh, she's actually was here to talk about uh, Halloween Hoopla and some other things that are going on. But before we go any farther, Carol, we're talking about this Saturday and the big event at at uh, your facility, which starts at what time, Deb? It starts at 12 o'clock. At noon on Saturday. Um, but you have some other things going on, too, to uh, fundraisers and other activities to raise awareness about Fair Hope and the needs that it meets. We do. Um, actually, on Sunday, there's a youth group coming from Hoofston that's going to be helping uh, with act- different jobs that need to be done. And then the following week, there's a group from the Danville uh, Presbyterian Church that's going to be helping with uh Actually, our stockings, because in November and December, we pass out stockings. Then uh, Senator Bennett's sock drive is coming up, and we are very blessed to be one of the recipients of that sock drive. And also on Monday, this coming Monday, we're having a Culver's uh, Cares Day from, I believe, 5 to 8. Mm-hmm. And we would love to have people in the community come and um, support us. The funds that are raised are going to our backpack buddy program where we provide backpacks and school supplies to uh, social workers in the county and not only do we do that in the fall but throughout the year if there are schools that need school supplies we provide them 
Absolutely. Um, so all these things, Carol, you've been around a while, um, and well, but you have, and you've cared very much about the community. It's going to be heartening to uh, realize how often our community steps up to help people. I mean, as we can be down to our last dime and we'll give it to somebody, chances are. And that's a pretty spectacular thing we don't talk often enough about. This this community is very generous. The individuals, the churches, the businesses, and also um, those who provide grants. Very, very generous to Fairhope. And we are very blessed to have those uh, relationships with people. And Deb, from your perspective, having so many resources, okay, you've got you've got Methodist churches, you have other faith faith-based uh, organizations, you have so many different areas of the community that are all providing resources and trying to help. Mm-hmm. That's got to be heartening that you have so many who are trying to make this a better place. That's right. Uh, just this week, we were looking at, in particular, the boys' pants, size 3T and 4T and 5T, and we're getting pretty low. And I said, oh, boy, that's getting pretty low. And the person that was working with me said, oh, don't worry about that. It'll come in. It always does. And it's, 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 it does. It always, somehow it always comes. Well, but I think that's the, that's the magic of fair hope. And, and it's particularly because it's, it is completely focused on kids and making sure that they have the clothes they need to get to school to learn and build their lives. And that's, that's I think, one of the reasons that people are always willing to give. So um, to kind of wrap up here, we still have the coat drive with Danville Elks underway. There are places across the community where you can leave coats or you can take them to Fairhope. And they're on Voorhees. What's your address? 1225, 1225. East Voorhees. It's the old George's Buffet. <laughs> Many of us were there when we were younger. Um, and you can drop them off there. Um, you, do you take donations of just clothing? Do you want people to, to, to donate clothing if they have gently used clothing? Or at this clothing? time, excuse me, at this time we're taking a uh, two-bag limit of children's clothing. Uh, we're trying to wait till maybe after the hoopla where we can extend that and take more. Uh, down the road, we'll be taking children's toys, small toys, and children's books as well. But at the moment, we're taking children's clothing. Okay. So people can donate. You know, you can give money, too. They're they're quite willing. <laughs> because your funding really is based on what, what funds you raise, what grant money you get. Is that correct, Carol? That is correct, yes. And you don't have any other, you don't have any permanent uh, funding coming in that keeps you going. We do not. It's yeah. all from grants and donations. Yeah, so it's a good place to put your money and a good place to put your support. So let's talk again, Deb, before we get out of here. We're going to have to do that in about a minute or two um, about Saturday and what people can expect. Well, when they come uh, to uh, Fair Hope, the hours are noon to 2 o'clock this coming Saturday, and you'll walk up, you'll get a ticket for food item, and the food is a hot dog, potato chips and water, and then the children will go on one side of the building. We'll have people out there directing that uh, will limit how many kids can go in at a time to play the games. There are seven different games with prizes. And then with the other door, that's where the adults will go, and there will be a limit also of five people at a time uh, that can shop for some clothing. We'll have a 
piece of clothing uh, limit on that. And then we'll have some tables out in the parking lot. Hopefully the weather will hold out where they can sit down if they'd like or have a hot dog and just relax while they're waiting. And then we'll have another area set up where people can come or the children can decorate pumpkins. And we're not really sure where that's going to be at indoors or outdoors yet. It depends on the weather. I think I might put that outdoors. <laughs> if you can. Yeah, if we can, I'm we'd just, like to. I'm just saying. Yeah, right. <laughs> might work out better. And the pumpkins were donated by Danville Gardens, and oh, we wonderful. certainly appreciate that. That's terrific. Um, ladies, thank you so much for being here. Um, again, this is uh, this is one of those organizations that doesn't get a lot of hoo-ha in, in the community, but does an awful lot of good work, and uh, we appreciate what you do. It isn't easy, and you have volunteers that come in and sort those clothes and hang them up and help mm-hmm. people, so... We truly appreciate it. We'll talk to you again soon. Good luck. Thank, Thank you. you for having Thank us. Thank you for letting us Join come. us tomorrow. I'll be back on Zoom talking to the Vermilion County Violence Prevention Task Force. So uh, we're talking about domestic abuse, etc. So please tune in tomorrow and join us on Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. I'm Linda Bolton. Danville's Talk Station, 1490 WDAN Danville, W284DD Danville, and online at vermilioncountyfirst.com. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.